You know, one of the more challenging things that we have to deal with in, in academia and in research in the research world is that it often makes you doesn't makes you feel not very good and pits people um, against each other. And a large part of that has to do with competitive structure that underlines um, academia. And that um, we always have to count everything. And that not only that we have to count everything, we are, um, you know, our productivity is, is measured based on this counting. And so lots of people do not great things um, with academia uh, or within academia in terms of, you know, really pitting yourself against other people because there's an un, there's a limited amount of resources in the short term um, that people believe that they sort of have to gobble up these resources or you know that they will be left behind and it's very true that there is what's called the Matthew effect um, in academia and this Matthew effect is well known well studied it's been around for you know we, we know about it it's very fact it's probably one of the more um other than you sort of building on top of previous work it's probably one of the more well-known phenomenon within the sort of social science of, of science itself right like the study of science um it is well known that there is a matthew effect that happens um and it's been Experimentally verified, um, you know, quasi-experimentally verified. Um, it's been shown in data, all that kind of stuff. And, and you know, it is, it, it's, and, and this sort of behavior, this, what, what is going on, it sort of um, erodes a lot of, um, you know, it just doesn't make people feel good within the academic game. And there's a lack of community that often happens. And um, there are mechanisms that mitigate some of these challenges. Um, and people can sort of try to mitigate some of these challenges um, by, you know, belonging to different associations and, you know, volunteering and those kind of things. But, you know, here's the troubling part that makes it challenging is that the sort of volunteer stuff, um, you know, participating in associations and things like that, that often doesn't result in the short term um, in terms of productivity, right? Like you do things um, because, you know, volunteering to become a reviewer at a conference, for example, um, or, or, you know, organizing a conference or um, um, belonging to you know, different administrative roles or being a, uh, I forget, an ambassador, I guess, for, for an association, you know, doing those various kind of things in the short term, um, they're often considered, like, not good um, in terms of, you know, the greater productivity, um, you know, the arena. And, and, and often, you know, it's, it seems crazy, but they're discouraged um, by most particularly for junior scholars um, they're they're often discouraged to pursue those particular things because they're time consuming um, 
And yet, those are the things that sort of build community, and those are the things that are, are helpful. Um, so, what I'm getting at here, um, in, in what I want to talk about, is the importance of community in in your own area and doing things for simply the fact that it's, it's building your own community, whatever that looks like. So if you don't know me, I am Professor Dave Maslach. I'm Associate Professor of Innovation Strategy and Entrepreneurship, and I create this whole reciprocity project to give back as much as I possibly can. There's so many people that help me out that I want to pay the favor for to help you out as much as I possibly can. So it is... Um, Academia is really tough in the sense that it makes you feel not good. Um, it, it Right from the get-go, you're competing against other people. You're competing to get in. Um, and you're competing with fellow graduate students. You're competing with... Um, then when you get out, you're competing with other professors around the world, other researchers around the world to show how amazing you are. And it's really, um, you know, crudely put very crudely put, it's um, uh, it's a pissing contest. Um, <laughs> for, I'm not sure if you've heard of that term before. It's very crude. But, um, you know, boys, when they're younger, they they sort of pee as far as they can. Whoever pees the farthest is the winner. And um, this is like a colloquial colloquialism in, you know, North America, I guess, and sort of the um, you know, guys, guys, sort of uh, colloquialism is very masculine sort of way to describe a competitive nature just for the fact of competitive nature. And then, you know, you're gloating at the end of it. Um, and it's very much built into academia. And it's not necessarily, I don't believe it's, it's healthy. I know lots of people believe that it's healthy and I'm probably an unusual person. Um, to speak out against this, but I don't believe it's a healthy culture um, because it's um, so so it works well in a winner-take-all environment, right? And that's basically what it creates. It's called a winner-take-all environment where there is um, zero-sum resources, right? So so this is from game theory, and and what this what this is is that. There's a limited amount of resources that are available um, in the near term. And then if you do something, if you sort of do some behavior, it takes away from somebody and, and you get rewards for that. Those rewards take away from somebody else. And that in the short term is very true. Um, but, you know, it, it, and that is true probably in, in many other areas, right? Like this is not university-like um, excluded to academia. This is true for, you know, many different business environments and that kind of stuff. However, um, there is a long run game. So there's two other points I want to point out. So there's a long run sort of challenge here is that, um, in the long run that you have to build allies and groups of people, um, and you know, all these other things in academia that if you steal from other people, you know, quote unquote, steal from other people. Other people just get like upset and they don't want to work with you, um, and that sort of takes away your potential opportunities. Uh, and, and that is very true. That there is actually Adam Grant's book is, is describes this nice nicely. I forget what it's called, but um, you know, very much describes his nature of you know in the long run. 
um, you just get a lack of opportunities because you get sort of a long run reputation. But the long run is really long in academia, right? Like you can go and burn people for a very long time and not be a nice person for a very, very long time and still get resources, um, you know, for for decades, right? And you could still be, and as long as, and here's the sort of, um, here's the rub, is that you can be, if you're an ass um, and you're still productive, you know, a lot of places still are okay with that. And um, that is, that that's sort of part and parcel of, of the academic game. It's part and parcel of any of these environments that are winner take all. Um, you know, that this, this definitely does happen and people sort of recognize this, right? You're going to see this behavior in law, um, you know, different, um, you know, partner, partnerships and law partnerships. You're going to see it in, you know, an engineering firm, for example, and you're going to see it in, you know, um, marketing agencies and all these kind of things where it's, you know, you, in the short term, there is a winner take all sort of dynamic. However, in the long term, um, um, you have to realize that, um, oh, I was gonna, and I totally blank with that second point. I'll probably remember it after, but you have to remember that in, in the long run, um, helping other people out is, can be beneficial because you do get opportunities. Now, um, it's challenging because you could sort of result in being like just a helpful person and nobody really like looks at you and takes it seriously. Uh, and so that's, there, there is sort of nuance with all of this in terms of how to deal with it. And, and, and I'm not sure what the right solution is, but, um, you know, for you specifically, I can't sort of answer that, but what I do know, um, that it's helpful for me. And I know that everybody sort of needs to hear this is that, um, being, friendly and nice and trying to be as good of a person, you know, not, not backstabbing other people, you know, all of those kind of things. It, it is just a, a, a nicer way to live. Um, and, you know, viewing the world strategically, and this is the problem with strategy. Um, and, you know, I'm a strategy professor and viewing the world strategically, we often sort of lose insight or lose, you know, the, the lose, lose, um, vision, I guess, or lose like the, the bigger picture. And we don't see the bigger picture that often, you know, just being a nice person allows you to sleep at night. Um, being good allows you to sleep at night and allows you for many of us to sleep at night, um, to, to know that you tried to do good. And, that might mean, I almost guarantee it means that you're not going to be as productive um, in the short term and probably the long term because you have these sort of Matthew effect dynamics that are going on that, you know, um, you get less, less resources, all those kind of things. However, um, you have to sort of ask yourself in a really deeply, profoundly, you know, um, way, what are you doing here? And what what is your life truly about? Is your life truly about accumulating resources and strategically, you know, getting more of something? And if that's the case, then that's great. And, and that's wonderful. Um, however, if your life is about, you know, adding meaning to, to you know, yourself, 
um, to people, immediate people around you, um, and you know more people around you, then then you might have to sort of question some of those assumptions and what that actually means uh, to do those behaviors. And I know it's this question is not straightforward. I'm absolutely one hundred percent aware of this, right? Because you can. Maybe the most efficient way to, to act is to act selfishly um, so that you can, you know, publish as much as you can and then your words change a lot of people, all, all that sort of scholarly contribution stuff. Um, however, we're all unique and we're all different with how we deal with things. And you have to simply realize that uh, you have a, a limited amount. You can only do so much. And if that so much is helping out other people as part of it, then that is okay. And that's actually a really good thing. And that's, that's, that's a contribution in of itself. Um, and you have to acknowledge that I'm just going to do things just, just to be good um, for just for the sake of, of myself, not for performance, not for you know, survival in academia, not for, um, you know, you know, the fame and all that kind of stuff, but just for the simple fact that you're trying to be a good person and that's all there is to it, right? Like that is, I don't know how to explain that in, in a more clear way, but you just do things just because you're a good person, not for any strategic implications, um, and whatever. And doing those things are things that are community building. Um, you know, like, hey, um, let's go out for drinks tonight. Or, hey, um, you know, I need to spend time with, with my, my family. And, and my family is my priority. Those things, you, you can't put a price tag on those things. They're, like, really stinking hard. You can never, ever put a price tag on, on any of that stuff. And you can never quantify it. Um, maybe, maybe someday um, by taking, you know, organizing drinks for everybody that someday that you're going to benefit from it. But um, chances are you're not. And what I'm getting at is try to do things in, um, in academia not to so first of all if you're that if you're listening to this and you're that type of person that is like strategically focused and all those kind of things that's great uh, um, you know more power to you um, you can go do wonderful things but what I want to get at is the people and I want to sort of you know speak to is the people that feel like they get pushed around um, they feel like they they that there's there's all these type A personalities that are taking advantage of you. It's true they they probably are, um, and they probably do take advantage of you. That's absolutely one hundred percent true. But if they do, so be it. Um, and you gotta really let go when they do that. Um, and and you have to simply say, I'm a nice person, and I'm good enough. And I do things not for strategic importance and all that kind of stuff, but I do things because I want to be a nice person. I want to be a good person. I want to, um, 
you know, love myself when, when, when the time comes and I actually die, because we all do die, and we all go through these things, and, and it, if it contorts you in such a way, if academia, the research game contorts you in such a way that you lose this perspective, and you become an, an absolute ass, um, because of the arena that you're in, man, um, you're really missing out, and you're really, um, I, I do feel sorry for, for you, and for, you know, for, for, for anybody that has to go through that, because you shouldn't have to give that up, you shouldn't have to give up being a nice person, and, 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 you know, um, trying to do things for the community as a whole, um, that's all, what I'm trying to say, is be a nice person, you are good people, um, and if you are feeling like you're getting taken advantage of, smile and nod and know that you're just a good person and, and you're going to get through this. That's all I can tell you. All right, take care and have a wonderful day.